Hello, I'm Livy, and welcome to my very first podcast with Livy. Each week, I sit down with my incredible guests to find out about their journey of growing their personal brands online, exploring their human design, some of the challenges and standout moments that define who they've become today. I've honestly loved sitting down with each guest and have learned so much. I leave each episode just feeling full of ideas, inspiration, and motivation. I really hope you enjoy listening to this first series. Here's a snippet of what's to come. Don't get carried away with perfectionism because that's going to control your creative process and it's going to like impact how much impact you can have. For me, it's really supporting women to see themselves, like really see themselves and really allow that you know, truth and expression to come through because that impacts you know, who we are in our business. There's a power in, I think, keeping things niche. Something that might seem really niche, especially in today's world, like that has the power often to cut through the noise. You know, if you can nurture a small community of people, you can make a very successful business. The number one is like you, like the real you. And the more like unfiltered and expressive and maybe even polarizing you are, like the better, because uh, you're not for everyone and you don't want to be, trust me. Having and running a business and a brand is the most powerful personal development program you could ever put yourself on because it shines the light on all your shadows. It was literally like alchemy. I was able to transform my shame into healing, into vulnerability, into sales. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This week, I'm speaking to Kyla Dirkatch. She's better known as Hatha Astro on Instagram. Kyla's a human design and astrology, businessing and marketing alignment coach. She's a 2-5 generator who loves human design just as much as me. Kyla's someone that I immediately connected with. She is super down to earth and really wise. In this episode, we chatted about defining moments in building her personal brand, how she uses astrology in her business, creating content for your ideal clients, and her views on niching, plus so much more. I really hope you enjoy this next episode. So hi, Kyla. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so pleased that you've come to chat with me. How are you doing today? I'm so well, and thank you so much for having me. I'm such a fan girl, so I'm excited to be chatting with you today. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, do you want to introduce yourself to the, uh, the listeners? Let us know your human design and what you do and share your, your, the magic of your work with the world. Yeah, um, so I'm Kyla Durkatch. Some of you might know me from Hatha Astro. I'm the CEO and founder of Hatha Astro. And I'm a 2-5 sacral generator. I had to think about that for a second. I'm so used to looking at other people's designs and I'm like, what's mine again? <laughs> um, I'm a 2-5, yeah, sacral generator. And I work with human design, astrology, um, and work with ambitious entrepreneurs who want to leverage human design, astrology, energetic alchemy within their business so they can have a juicy, aligned, coherent uh, life and lifestyle, really. Amazing. Oh, love, love, love. All of the stuff. I love it. Um, <laughs> so amazing. So do you want to tell us a little bit about... Um, 
let's explore some of the kind of turning points in, in growing and building your um your personal brand so I, I often ask the the um my interviewees like what what have been three defining moments for you three defining moments so this is a really great question and one thing that I think is really important for anyone no matter where you are in your business journey to remember is that we're always growing we're always evolving and it's totally normal and it's okay to allow yourself to ebb and flow and you're not pigeonholed you're not boxed in right there's always Mm. um, availability to you to work with new dimensions of who you are and i think that when we're in the entrepreneurship space it's kind of a slipstream into our soul's growth. So we, you know, our, our soul's journey and our path to our dharma is <clears throat> we enter this almost slipstream and things start to move really, really quickly. So I think for me, the way that um, my journey has transpired it has what I thought I knew or what I thought I was here to talk about has evolved you know, through these Mm. different phases. And it's happened in a way that has kind of constantly kept me on my toes a little bit. Um, And I think when it comes down to it, it's really important to remember that we are, we are the brand, right? Like the difference between who we are, we are the brand and we have branding, which is separate to the brand, but the business also has its own energy. So Mm -hmm. I really like to pull in and I I would say this would be sort of my second phase of my brand evolution, where I really started to understand the energy of my business, what my business wanted to express, um, and how it wanted to be how it wanted to create impact, ultimately. Mm. Oh, I love that. So just on that point, like, do you have a like, do you look at your design for your business in terms of like, um like using the stats on time date and you know location yeah so i i like to look at the astrology of the business the way i look at the business is um because it doesn't have a body side there's not that design date in my mind and of course it has to make philosophical sense to you i know Mm. people that do create a human design chart for their business um, I tend to focus more on those personality aspects and also working with the astrological chart of the business. So for example, my business uh, is a cancer and I actually have a moon, right? A moon is part of my logo to bring in that cancer piece because cancer is ruled by the moon. Mm. Uh, but then I also, it also has a grand earth trine. So this is something that really, and I've actually just gone through this phase where I've updated my visuals and I wanted to bring in that earth element. So there's a little bit more greens. I'm playing with that in the branding. So Mm -hmm. this has really been fun to kind of understand, hey, like this is, you know, the Mercury sign of my business. So it wants to express X, Y, Z. This is the rising sign, you know, of my business. And it wants to be felt in this way. In my case, um, the rising sign of my, my business is a Sagittarius. So there's this Jupiter expansive influence, lightness, jolliness. And I, I always try to keep it light and a little bit funny. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, you've got to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's amazing. I love that. And so how did you get into astrology and human design? I don't think I know this um, about you. 
Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, I think astrology found me uh, a long, like many, many, many moons ago. I think around the time of the first, the release of the first Hocus Pocus. I'm sure you've, you've heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Hocus Pocus. And um, I was literally not even double digits yet. And my friends would come to me and be like, oh, you know, I'm interested in so-and-so and he's a Virgo and I'm a Pisces, you know, do, do our signs, do our signs work together? Do we have potential there? So and in high school, this kind of grew. And as I went into high school, I was sort of the resident high school astrologer where everybody was coming to me to ask advice about the, the crushes that they had or the people that they wanted to be in relationship with, which is pretty hilarious. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, so, but then what happened is I, I ended up having an in true line to style. I had a friend that was like, you know, this is really, you're really, really good at this. And mm. I was a little bit in the closet with it and felt like, mm, I don't know if I'd want to go public, public with it in this way. Um, it was still sort of working through my own, I guess, dark night of the soul to speak. Yeah. And <clears throat> I decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to take this seriously and ended up um, going a lot deeper into the study certified. And then I got led down this path of human design, which I mm. love because human design, we have this actual strategy and this sort of masculine application, something that we can actually work with. Um, yeah. I find the, the, the astrology chart to be a little bit more, it's more dynamic, not more dynamic, but it's more fluid. And there aren't, the, there isn't this sort of, okay, now here's your strategy. Here's how to go work with all this information. And so that's yes. why I love the human design piece. Mm. How about you? Yeah. Actually? Yeah. How, how did you um, get into it? All the things. Yeah. So for me, I was, um, I kind of went like down tradition. Well, I, I was a lawyer, so I qualified as a, a lawyer. I, I, I loved languages, like, growing up, and I studied law with French. Um, and I, so I've got a second line as well. I'm a 6'2", right? Um, and the thing that came naturally to me was, was languages when I was growing up. But um, the condition kind of path, well, I, I kind of feel as though it was because I was you know, feeling the pressure of conditioning of society and parents and, you know, that pressure that you start to feel sometimes of like, I should be doing a job that's going to help me feel stable financially and, you know, looks good in the eyes of society and all of this sort of stuff, you know. And yeah. um, once I qualified, um, I was a few years in and I was getting like panic attacks and um, just really, you know, when your body's trying to tell you like, this isn't right, this isn't right. And it starts off with like small kind of noises around like, yeah, just give you those little signs. And then eventually it got louder and louder. And I kind of knew right from the beginning that it wasn't the career path for me, but I didn't know what else. Um well, I hadn't given my chance, myself a chance to explore it, right? So I took some time out with my partner and we went traveling. And we ended um we ended up traveling South America and um we were staying on this reforestation lodge um one Christmas um as part of this volunteering project in the Amazon jungle. And we had no idea, like, what to expect, um, who was going to be there, whether we would just be, you know, the only two there or what, what the experience was like, right? We weren't kind of seeking or searching for anything. Um, and in the 
the time that we stayed there, there was a shaman that had come to the jungle um, and they'd invited him to come because of the fact that we were staying there over Christmas and New Year and, and there did turn out to be other people staying there as well, other volunteers. Um, and there was a lovely little kind of like community um, that built in the in the time that we were there. And as part of uh, the shaman being there, he invited us into various ceremonies and um, one of which, you know, we were we were asked to set our intention. I remember thinking like, I'm so lost in my job. I, I feel like I'm seeking and wanting to know like what the next step is and um, what I should be doing with my life. You know, those big existential questions that yes. like come from the open identity center it's like, yeah. what is my purpose what am i doing here constant like yeah seeking and trying to yeah put a title or a label on something that you know i i i yeah wanted to be known for really so anyway i kind of went in with curiosity and i just opened up the question set the intention and then i think it literally must have been like a few weeks of coming back home from that trip i was introduced to the human design system Oh, and I know, yeah. That for me, just I have goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was like looking back. It's just such a powerful reminder of the the power of intention. It's such a like a beautiful reminder of the power of intention. You know that we don't have to have things bigger if we're open and we're curious and we ask the questions. You know, the universe, God, consciousness, like will respond in some way, right? Um, Absolutely yeah so yeah for me it was just like typical projector style then went down the rabbit holes and just tried to learn absolutely everything I could about it um so yeah that was my kind of journey into it that's so beautiful it's so interesting I'm listening to this this story and I hear so many similarities in how I came across human design and it's almost like it finds you and it's exactly what you said the power of intention when you are when the student's ready the teacher will appear right mm. and it's like opening ourselves up and when we're in that space of opening we have the space to receive we have the space to um download or not download but take on something new um and it, it almost sounds like that journey that traveling journey kind of created this <clears throat> opportunity inside you to sort of take all of this information in Yes. Yeah. And I, I think I kind of since looked up my um, astro cartography and almost like directly running through where we were staying is my Pluto line. Oh, and so it was cool. like, yeah, this kind of death of like, you know, a rebirth of a new identity maybe and that transformative sort of experience that Really, I, I think, I mean, who knows whether I would have found or things would have unfolded in the way that they did. But, um, yeah, it, 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 may, it, it makes a lot of sense, like, looking back, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Pluto is, yeah, obviously that transformational, regenerative energy. It, it destroys so that it can build back up. And I always think of that archetype of the phoenix sort of rising from the ashes. So mm. it's this, just this power, power pack planet um and to be so close to that line what a beautiful place to sort of be working in shamanism and and going through this transformation like wow 
that is so fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You kind of forget, don't you, the power of your own sort of story, like until it's reflected back at you. So yeah, thank, thank you for that. That So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you um, share with us um, how, yeah, how you use human design in your business, like how your um, fifth, fifth line and second line kind of like play out and um, how it's helped you really grow your brand in the way that you have. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's so interesting because human design really, I think when I first started working with the system, I understood it from an intellectual I was intellectualizing the system and really I think that it is designed to get us back into our body to listen to our bodies um the the soma which which I love and it took a little bit for me to actually integrate and fully embody what it meant to be a two five generator um Mm -hmm. to embody what it meant to have you know a lot of heart definition I'm I'm a right angle cross vessel of love uh, connected to the will center and um the spleen so there's a lot of this you know um really intuitive body energy so i i think first and foremost what human design has helped me do in relationship to my business is connect to myself in a way where i can listen to um what my body is telling me what's right for me what what is designed for me because we are our own we are our own greatest authority you know, and there's a lot of, I think, noise sometimes in the online space, do it this way, this worked for me, move in this direction, don't do this. And yep. it can become a little bit overwhelming, um, mental overwhelm, overwhelmed to our nervous system. And of course, so many of us have an open head center, right? Like 70% mm-hmm. of the population. So we can go into this, what do I need to do? They're doing that. Maybe I should do that. And it takes away our power. So I think this has been probably the most critical thing that has allowed me to trust, um, trust myself and trust that no matter what, whatever steps that I'm taking are ones that are in coherence with, with my design and with my truth. And that brings me to my second thing, which I think it's really beautiful human design because we're able to build this strengths-based business, um, you know, rather than working and trying to force and push in the not self, we can say, hey, this is my design. This is what's inherent within me. You know, how can I leverage this in the offers that I create in my product suite, in my branding? Because Mm -hmm. this is what is going to activate my soulmate clients anyway. This is that the energy that they're receiving from me when we are in relationship so how can i showcase that through through my brand um one thing that i'd like to do and and this is really fun and you probably know all about this but really creating brand stickers i always say how can you show rather than tell and this is true for Mm. all the types but i think it's extra extra potent and powerful for projectors um but how can i show rather than tell so um bringing some of these pieces from the design you know, into brand pillars, for example, and then figuring out what a brand sticker is to showcase that. So for example, let's say you have a a theme of, um, you know, I'm trying to think maybe gate 55. And when we look at the gene key there, there's a city of freedom and a gift of freedom. So Mm -hmm. how can we show that freedom rather than 
tell. So maybe that's showing that you have a lot of spaciousness in your day and you're reading a book when you get up rather than starting your day, hitting the ground running. Or maybe you're traveling, right? For me, I'm I'm huge, huge, tra- I'm Sagittarius moon sign. So I live in mm-hmm. Spain. I'm from Canada. My husband's from the UK. I'm actually in the UK right now. His dad lives in France. We're, we're all over the place. We're all over the map, right? And so how can I show that freedom through my brand? Mm, love, love that. Yeah. So it's really fun. And you see it. I see it in a lot of like the luxury brands, right? Like they're dropping the Louis Vuitton or the champagne or whatever. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's some sub- subliminal messaging there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, that's such a nice way to, to think about it. I think especially... Uh, when you were speaking and I was thinking just for me like as a sixth line I think that's um one of the traps that I can sort of fall into sometimes is um I guess more education over embodiment yeah you know and that was just such a like a beautiful reminder to kind of yeah to 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 show um yeah the embodiment of what I've learned along the way like in true sort of like sick line fashion um and yeah to do that through the way that I move in the day and what I'm up to as opposed to necessarily like educating around it you know what I mean yeah and I think it's a swirl of all the things right like a big part of it's the embodiment but we all learn and process in different ways as we know from the study of variable in human design and for some it is wonderful to have that concrete, you know, education or, you know, motivational content or aspirational content, all of these different things. But I think like at the core of all of it, it's really like, how can we, how can we really showcase and be like, it's our being, right? How can we be the embodiment of this work? And I think that there's just this ripple effect or impact that is tremendously empowering to 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 our audience when when they see us living living our message Mm, yeah yeah and it kind of speaks to that authenticity piece doesn't it as well of just like um practicing really what you're what what you're preaching exactly Um, totally how do you like I actually I've always kind of wanted to pick your brain if this is so exciting I could probably talk to you for hours on that what is your process like do you have a signature process for how you really use the chart or use the body graph to design or come up with the I guess the 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 core elements maybe the five p's of the brand I don't have like a um, like a process that I move through but I think what's happened for me is that through like studying for so long and um yeah and you know just le- learning along the way I feel as though over time I've just what you were saying before about the beginning piece of like initially intellectualizing all of the information um slowly as I've let go of that and really sort of like trusted in my body um I have found that I I am the chart you know like I in yes. in in what I do and how I speak and um you know the the way that I interact like that is just the expression of me and one of my teachings really is to 
I kind of resist sometimes like breaking the chart down so much um, unless you're in the presence of somebody who can help you build it back up again and see it as like a synthesized picture um, because I sometimes think that we can well it, you know it's so easy as we've both shared to, to get into our heads with human design um, and it the magic is lost somehow you know as a projector it's very I found that I learn more about what the energies mean in my design through witnessing other people than I do from just reading what you know someone source material or otherwise says about my channels my gates you know because yes. I think they express themselves so so differently like I've got the channel of the transmitter and honestly I feel like it shows up in so many different ways that to give it one description or to break it down would just um almost dissolve the spirit of of the energy in a way that it just doesn't do the justice of the magic that it brings um oh, I love and this. yeah so for, for me um I I'm careful not like not to break things down too much um in in my process um and and that's that really has just come from me having tried to break it all down and then losing the context in a yes. way of it all and I know like people probably sick of hearing like it's all strategy and authority <laughs> um, for me it really, like it really it, that is when for me that's when like the chart comes to life right yes um and I I you know I, I'm not saying that I haven't like done this before I did I kind of fell down that trap and realized that actually that wasn't really how how it was working for me and so I I stopped teaching um like kind of break, breaking it all down um and yeah I leave that sort of synthesis to the higher paying clients or the you know I guess at some point we just want to learn the information don't we you, we go on that that journey of just like wanting to break it all down um and yeah for for, for, for me um I I yeah love, love to just try and pull it back together again um, and it's less sexy right it doesn't maybe sell as well as you know breaking it down could do but it's what feels truest to me yeah I agree with you on this completely um yeah. it, it's really that it's like you said and I love what you said about that magic it almost dilutes the, the magic that's inside of it because really at the end of the day the way that it expresses itself, the way that every energy within the chart expresses itself is going to be colored by your own unique experience, your own poetry, your yeah. own, you know, and depending on what other influences you have in the chart. So the way that I see it is, you know, if you have a channel, a channel of surrender, for example, that's going to mm. look really different for two different individuals also yeah. depending on what planets are there and activating that channel mm. so th th there's so many dimensions to to it i really say human design is like a well and the more yeah. we get caught up in these little puzzle pieces um the more it sort of takes away from its core message which is 
when we are living by our strategy and authority, all of those pieces come together, all of those puzzle pieces come together, and we naturally live in our highest expression. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. And um, just as you say, like I could be sat next to somebody who's also got the, the channel of surrender and how that plays out in their life, depending on their experience and also their profile line, um, you know, would be so different. Um, right. so different and and um yeah I think that's something that I sort of learned with the the evolution of my own studying and and yeah and being around teachers who um I guess in some in some respect this year are, are quite purist in their in their approach um when I first started studying I I, I sort of started off in source material and then I veered off into more I guess like new age or like I did I studied with Chetan and um I really liked his approach and then somehow in more recent times I've come come back to to source material um and that feels true and right for me right now but maybe that will kind of change um I noticed something earlier this year that happened that um I I was writing content, you know, that spoke to each of the different types. Um, and that content was just like, I'm sure you've seen it happen to you as well. Um, like it goes wildfire, right? It, yeah. it yeah, you know, as it relates to people, um, and uh, it's something unique about them. Like I think that it just it spreads so quickly, um, and I found quite honestly, like I was just getting bored of of writing in the way that I was writing at the time, and I and it it was it was weird because on the one hand, like I could see my following growing, and I could see more people coming into my community, and um like that obviously that exposure was great uh on the other hand something felt very flat about it and I I kind of like yeah I lost my enthusiasm to to write in 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 that way um and so I I stopped writing like that and um I yeah I decided that I would kind of just find and follow my voice more and whatever that meant like for me and the way that I express myself um and the other thing that I found was that um, just because my um, content was going viral and, you know, more people were coming into my community, that that didn't necessarily translate. Um, it could do, but it didn't always necessarily translate into um, sales, let's say. Um, and uh, it was an interesting um, thing for me to witness and experience Um and I learned a lot about it, you know, um, through moving through that process. And I've kind of, I feel like I've seen it happen as well to other people in, in the human design sort of space. And, um, yeah, I wondered if you had any, uh, I guess, thoughts on it or um, if you'd witnessed the same or, yeah, what, what you kind of feel around it. Yeah, I geez, we're really, I feel like we're everything you're saying. I'm like, wow, like, wow we should have connected way sooner. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, yeah I, ha I had a similar, I, I'm going through a little bit of a content uh, existential crisis myself, <laughs> I would say. It's a good <laughs> way is, to describe it. Which has never really happened to me. I've always found as a generator with that sacral response, I'm constantly responding to things around me and I just feel this well, this well of inspiration, again, open head and um, I have an undefined throat as well. So I feel that there's content can move through me in different ways. There's many different ways that I can sort of express myself, which is really, really beautiful. Mm. And I've loved creating content in the same fashion, really something for the generator, the projector, the manifesting generator, so on and so forth. And I saw a tremendous amount of growth um, this year. I think my audience size has more than doubled. Yeah. Lots of content going viral. So many saves, so many shares. Yes. Um, and so I, I think it's value-based content and people love that because it just, it feels special. It feels unique. And you're like, oh, this is for me. Like how juicy. Um, however, I think when it comes to creating strategic content that converts, it's a little bit different. I've also noticed that I've attracted a lot of people into my community that are really brand new to human design. So what they're really <laughs> looking for is, oh, I want to learn more about my chart, right? Or I want to learn yes. more about the basics of human design. And that's not really, <clears throat> I wouldn't say that is exactly my soulmate aligned client. Like I'm more sort of focused on business owners and how they can really expand and grow their business through their human design. Yes. Um, and really in alignment, because I think that one of the biggest aha moments I had is this is really, once we get to a certain stage, stage in business, it's no longer about strategy. Mm. You have the strategy, you know, that the strategy works. Mm. Um, it, it really becomes about energetic alignment and we can't, and I, I'm also possibly going to remove this phrase from my vocabulary, which is quantum leap, because I don't think a lot of people even understand what quantum means. And I think it's misused a lot online, yeah. but we can't quantum leap if we're too energetically heavy to jump. So a yes. big, big part of my work has it recently has been working with entrepreneurs who are, you know, doing really well in their business, they're leaders, they're you know, making money, they're impacting, um, they're impacting people all over the world. Uh, but it's like, okay, how can I really move through this deconditioning? How can I really get into that energetic alignment and coherence? Because that's the thing that allows us to, again, drop into our body, which means that our nervous system is regulated and we're able to sort of move into those new, um, new, bigger income months or whatever the thing is, whatever expansion looks like to you, more impact, more women or men that you're working with or non-binary, whatever it may be um, yeah. that, that you're working with, right? So this has been kind of a, a little bit of a shift or pivot that I've gone through recently, um, having this little bit of an aha moment and definitely realizing that, okay, while well, this content's great and I want to continue to create that, uh, is it um is it actually my perfect ideal client maybe not yes um, and I always say to it doesn't really matter and I always say this to my clients it's not really your followers or the amount of people that you're having your community it's it, you know are they warm are they nice and warm and mm. have you created an offer that really speaks to their desires that's what it's really about 
Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm so it's music to hear what you're saying. Um, and I think with that sort of shedding or purging just becomes well, you become lighter, don't you? And then again, like you were saying, like if you're if, if there's too much heaviness, then you you can't quantum leap. You can't or even go to the next level. No. Um, yeah. And 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 and, 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 and I, I also think it's kind of like a little bit I, I, this this word is overused as well, but like old paradigmy <laughs> in a way. <laughs> um, if, yeah, if I can say that, but um, it 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 feels like yeah, um, follower type content as opposed to like leadership or you know you being in your power, right? Um, and yeah, um. I think there's a lot to say for that when we're starting out and sometimes, you know, we don't know what to write and we don't know what direction to go in and we haven't found our voice and it can be difficult to know where to start. And I think sometimes we do look to other people for inspiration in that moment, right? Right. Um, and yeah, I do, I do think as we grow with our brands and evolve, you know to to come back to the point we mentioned or you mentioned at the beginning that like there are so many different iterations that um that happen that are born um and I think one of those changes like as you step into your most unique self and your expression of yourself um you do shift from creating like you you shift in the way that you write content and the way that you express yourself right Exactly. And I think too, I always say that it's almost like <clears throat> our product suite and obviously our product suite, I, I sort of teach that <clears throat> we have, excuse me, we have a overall ideal client. And in my case, they would probably be solopreneurs. And then each offer that we create um, has its own sort of niche. So I don't teach that niche, niche down, niche down, niche down, because I think that um, when we have a really nice comprehensive product suite, each of our offers serve our ideal client, the solopreneurs, at a different phase of their journey. Mm. And I really look at that product suite as a map of the evolution of our own journey. Yes. So the next thing that we're creating is the last thing that we mastered, right? Yeah. In our evolution as a brand. So what I've found in, in my own experience in this year, and I actually spoke about this with one of my mentors, and I'm like, I've grown so quickly that I, I don't even think my subconscious is really caught up. Mm. And I don't know who I'm freaking talking to anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, you know, who I, who, like, I have no idea who I'm talking to. So it is normal. And it's normal as we grow, as we expand. And that is part of the story. Because what happens is our community is watching us evolve, right? Mm. They're watching us go through this beautiful caterpillar into a butterfly moment and that becomes endearing in its own right empowering in another right and it's also something that they can is relatable right it's relatable 
And I think that we make decisions based on how we feel. I'm not just saying that because I have an undefined emotional solar plexus, but Mm -hmm. I really think that feeling is such a big part of it. And when they can really see the person behind all of those smoke and mirrors or the brand colors or the photos or the aesthetic, that is when there's just this rawness, this approachability. And I think that that is absolute digital gold in my mind. Love that. Yes, it's so true. It's so true. Um, and that is, yeah, also magnetism, I think, embodied. Bingo. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. And um, yeah, I think it's fun. I think it's fun to play with. I think it's always fun to kind of journal about about the journey that's been a really Mm -hmm. fun practice for me recently of really journaling about where I'm at and what's coming up for me and I think that there's so much value in that because we know that wherever we are there's someone who is probably in a similar position or situation themselves. And I think one of the biggest lessons for me definitely this year has been around root center themes. I have an Mm. undefined root and how can I slow down? How can I be patient? Um, Because really there's, there is no rush. There's always going to be another thing to learn, another thing to master. And how can I lean into the spaciousness? And I think that there's this toxic narrative online that I see around growth, 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 growth. And it's always this upward trajectory. And you see people talking about their $100,000 40 seconds, right? (laughs) And you're like, oh my God, and excuse my language, but fuck off. (laughs) You know, like it's just, it's it's ridiculous. And so (laughs) I just, I think that it's natural for our business to go through expansions and contractions. And the more that we can lean into those periods that maybe feel a little bit slower or where we feel a little bit unclear, it is the springboard um, and the preparation that's necessary for our mind, for our body, for our energy, for our frequency to move into a new expansion phase. So if we're pushing and forcing and grinding, which I see so often with clients who aren't really maybe necessarily totally tuned in to their strategy and authority yet, in yeah. those time periods where it's meant for slowness and reveling in that beautiful quietude, we can end up in our not-self theme, right? And it's very hard to create or access our creativity I think when we're in the not self 100% I feel like this that will be such medicine for people listening just like a reminder and it is for myself as well you know like that we don't have to be in this constant phase of expansion and more more and moreness you know (laughs) um and yeah I yeah I think that that is so so yeah, healing and important for people to to hear in a world like you say that kind of promotes real um, possibility, but also uh, um, what you often. I think we need to remind ourselves that we don't know what's going on behind the hundred k week, the hundred k second, like the hundred <laughs> whatever it is, right? 
yeah. there's always two sides to, to, to that. And so I actually made a commitment to myself um, a few months back now that I would just no longer talk about numbers anymore because it just doesn't feel in integrity for me as a brand as a person like it it I, I don't want it to be a part of the way that I attract people into my life and into my world um I I certainly would say that it makes it easier when you do but I've decided you know going forward that I just don't want to anymore like it doesn't feel aligned for me um and yeah I'm really I often think about like when I look back at my life's work and you know when I get older um I just want to make sure that everything feels as though it was being done like in the best way possible in the most authentic way possible and the most yeah like true way for me um because I definitely like I, I've been down that route before and it that just something just doesn't sit right for me um and I know that my ideal clients like feel exactly the same oh I love that you just said this and yet again <laughs> I've just gone through a similar experience myself yeah. <laughs> where, and I actually uh, I'm not sure if I announced it on on my feed but I know that I did pop onto stories and I expressed the, the same sentiment that I was talking about numbers and I've decided that that no really? longer feels in yeah. alignment and in coherence for me I think one of the big things uh, is really understanding you know the the will center and how I, I'm defined. So I have a defined will center, which I think that I need to be extra intentional about. But really, when we think that seven eighths of the population have an undefined will, I mean, not self there is feeling un, unworthy and feeling un, feeling unworthy and feeling undervalued. And yeah. this is obviously a resource center, the, you know, the business circuitry, the mystical circuitry is all connected here. Mm. And I just feel that while two things can be true at the same time, sharing a financial win certainly could empower some, and that's great. You know, I've been empowered by mm. things that I've, you know, shares around financial wins in the past. However, um, at the same time, I think that it could really exacerbate the not self of those that have an undefined will which is again seven eighths of the population so how many billion people is that yeah so to, to me that's where I really kind of went into this soul searching of is this something that I want to do and I really came to the conclusion that I think that we can use human design to eradicate the not self rather than perpetuate it mm. and I felt that by sharing in that way I wasn't really it wasn't in integrity with the knowledge that I have from understanding human design. Yeah, so powerful. Yeah, understanding human design and essentially understanding people and human behavior, I think. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm not saying, and there's no shame around it. Like for some people, like I know that I have a friend who's a money mindset coach and for her, it makes sense to talk yeah. about finance. Yeah. There's no, there's no shame in it. It has to feel right for you. I think that 
when yeah. I started sharing, it was more of a bandwagon jump. I yeah. saw that other people were doing it and I felt like, oh, okay, this is acceptable. This is how, you know, I wasn't even really being that conscious around it. And it wasn't until recently where I really wanted to dig in deeper to, to what that was about. And for me, it was the same thing that it just wasn't in alignment, but I have no shame to anybody that does. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me of what Ra said, like follow your strategy and authority and the bank account will like, it will take care of the bank account kind of thing, you know, which I guess yeah. it's easy. It, it's easy for us to say, um, less easy to, to trust and, and do, um, but like that's part of the fun, I think, with 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 human design, and I've got a divine heart as well. And I think sometimes, you know, it it makes sense. Like, which we, we we've got something to prove, right? And so we we come onto this plane to prove something. And so, you know, what does that look like, and how can we do that for people? Um, yeah, to to yeah, to to I guess um, feel like we're almost like living out our purpose um and when it's connected to resource and like the material plane like numbers make sense right um but actually i think there are there are so many other ways um again like with our profile or however it manifests totally um, totally i think yeah. it's what i'm listening to and the thing that just popped into my awareness as i was listening to you was yeah. that it's our health like I, I, I really believe that it's our health. Our health is everything. Our alignment is everything because when we're really in alignment, just as you said, then we are going to attract whatever those 3D things are, that re 3D resources that we need to survive. And so <clears throat> regulation and health to me is the new, is the new wealth. It, it really is. That is, that is the true marker of, I guess, living a life that is juicy and delicious and filled with rapture and joy and spaciousness. It's, it's our health. And our business, I really believe that the entity or the energy of our business desires that for us as well. Because if we're pushing and forcing and grinding to make the next six figures or whatever the thing is, and we're doing that from a place of dysregulation, then we can't show up and serve and create the impact that the business desires to, to make through us. I really look at it as like, we're almost the vehicle, right? We're the vehicle for the business energy to, to work through. So when we're healthy and when we're in alignment, then the business can carry out its mission, right? Yeah. But when we're out of alignment, it's really, really hard for us to serve all of those people and do so in a way that is really impactful, where we're not spreading ourselves too thin or draining all of our, our resources, like our physical resources. So I just love what you said there. It just, yeah, yeah really yeah. sparked yeah. something. Oh, I'm pleased. Yeah. And, and just as you, you, that kind of was reminding me of that there's always two sides to the you know the 100k week or the 100k second you know it's like we don't know what's going on behind it and if 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 behind that is like you say just a completely dysregulated nervous system which it can be and it also cannot be right um then you know what's it worth essentially like nothing is worth our health no exactly exactly yeah. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I don't think our, and our clients like don't, and for me, one of the biggest things has been like, it's always been heartbeats over numbers and what yeah. is the real true impact of this work? And it's never just the one person that you might be serving in that one-on-one container, because when you are serving them in a way that is creating transformation in the context of their own lives, then the way that they show up with their partner or their children, that changes. And there's this giant ripple effect, this giant impact that just sort of grows and grows and grows from this work. So it's so much bigger than we think it is. And I really feel that this has always been at the root of, of the work for me is, is how, what is the, the change? What is the change? And I think that when we're showing up in a way where we're in our healthiest and we're feeling light and aligned, um, we just, we do better work, period. Like, (laughs) yeah. Oh yeah. So true. So true. Oh, Kyla, I feel like I could talk to you for hours now (laughs) and hours. Where the time's gone, but, um, yeah, I hope that it will be um, an interesting listen for um, everyone tuning in. And I'd love to just round off the conversation um, by asking, what do you think is one of or the most important um, piece to creating a standout personal brand? Um, I think that it is being you, being authentic. Uh, authenticity would be the word. I there, you know, there's 200 million I think business accounts on Instagram. So, wow, there's, well, there's so many other Sarah Jessica Parkers doing exactly what you're doing. Right? <laughs> yeah. There's other human design and astrology marketing and business alignment coaches. But the key isn't what you do, it's how you do it. So I think showing who you are is allowing yourself to be seen, allowing yourself to show up with your quirks and your idiosyncrasies. Am I saying that right? Idiosyncrasies? That is, that's the gold. And that's what people are attracted to. They're not there for the tool. They're there because... They want to work with you and you can help them transform some area of their life or business. Mm. And yeah, show who you are. Be you. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I feel like, yeah, authenticity and and bringing you is such a huge piece. So, so powerful. Um, Amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you so, so much for being here. Do you want to just let us know how we can work with you and where to find you? Um, how to connect yeah thank you thank you so much it's been so much fun um so i you can reach me at it's at hatha dot astro on instagram uh, and my email is hello at hatha astro.com you can reach out to me there as well there's a whole bunch of free resources on my website working with your design i think there's the aligned marketing spell book there's a coaching guide if you happen to be a coach and you want to know how to leverage human design into your coaching, as well as a little cosmic rituals tracker, which is 
the way that I kind of <laughs> plan my life in business mm. with the cosmos. So it's kind of a fun amazing thing there as well. Love it. Well, yeah, I suggest to everyone go go check out all of the resources, all of the things in um in Kyla as well. Because she's magic. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kyla. Thank you so much.